Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Hey, On The Clock fans, I got a special guest, man. I got the man, the myth, the legend here in Tampa, Florida. I got Mr. James Wilder joining the show, man. If you don't know who he is, you know him now. What up, James? What's going on, man? How you doing, sir? How you been? What's up, fellas? What's up? How y'all doing, man? Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, man, we appreciate you, man, taking the time out. First, I got to ask you, uh, how have you been? How's your family during this pandemic craziness? Man, I want to make sure everybody's okay. How you been doing? Right, man. Everybody's healthy, man. We're we're, we're all negative right now with COVID, so um, we're up-spirited. We're healthy. We're, we're, you know, we're staying out the way, uh, you know, following protocol uh, the best way we can and live life normal the best way we can right now. But yeah, man, we're blessed. We're healthy, man. I hope you guys are, are the same yeah man we're doing pretty good man how does it feel being back in tampa man how's it feel being back at home and and, and watching the city grow man what's going on man it's, it feels great um the the, the city definitely grew um <laughs> <laughs> a lot of new bridges buildings uh interstates i'm like yo uh freeways and stuff it's yeah. um good to be back home man you know as you guys know or if you guys don't know who's listening um you know i've been gone the last three years uh i went to canada uh the cfl after the nfl and I uh, fully committed and stayed there full time. So when I came back to Temple, it was always just for like one week or, you know, at a time. Right. And uh, I, mean, I might have got a little bit of homesick, man, because it feel good just to be home. <laughs> if it, like, I, some, like I said, I might not even leave the house. I may just walk the beach or just sit at the pool or whatever it is and just training. It just feels good to, to get this sunshine weather, you know, just to be back in Florida close to family, man. It feels great. That's what's up, man. And, and trust me, I tell you, I know people around you have been buzzing around talking about James Wilder's back, man. And I've been looking at Twitter and, and Instagram and I've been watching the, the, the Get Wilder Academy, man. And it's, it's dope, man. It's great what you're doing for the city, man. Uh, where did you come up with the idea? Did you, have you always thought about doing that or is it just something that sprung up, man? Man, to be honest with you, man, this, has been a vision like uh <laughs> if you would have asked me when i was a kid they would ask me you know what do you want to do um i always said i, I want to play the nfl play in the nfl and then um once i retire i want to make my own academy um you know and then when i start to see it more like lebron doing it and uh r.i.p kobe bryant um but mamba academy doing it and seeing all these academies it just gave me more of the vision of which how i want to take it and um here I am. I'm retired. I'm young still. I feel like I can relate to these kids. So um, um, I feel like it's an advantage for me to, you know, to bring them in and, and help these kids and give them the exposure and mentor these kids. That's what's up, man. And again, I, I, I saw some of the top athletes out there, man. I saw a whole bunch of talent out there, man. I'm, I'm looking at this like, yo. If this is the starting group, I can just imagine where it's going <laughs> to grow at, man, because you got some ballers out there. I want to ask you, I know you're, you're on day five, day six yeah. of, of Get Wilder, you know, getting out there and getting open. Talk a little about the, the academy, what services you guys are going to provide, what are you guys doing out there for the kids, and then most importantly, you know, towards the end there, where, they can, where can they find you as well? Oh, for sure. Uh, right now, uh, the website is actually being made. The website will be officially up on Sunday. Uh, nice. Yes, yes, I'm ex man. I'm excited. I'm turning, I'm, I'm I'm turning my social media since it already has a big following. Um, I'm turning my social media to the actual page itself. 
um, I'm talking with the like support team on Instagram about changing my name from James Wilder to Wilder Sports Academy. Uh, right now, we're going back and forth because uh, you're verified and you have to go through all this verification. But I'm um, doing that, so yeah, you'll be able to. But for for the meantime, I mean, we're we're doing RSVPs with we're, we're having appointments. Everybody's getting in early because for the meantime, we're gonna I'm gonna cut it off at 100 kids, and I already got like 40. I think I got like 47 man. or something. Yeah, oh, man. 40 kids already. Man, I'm, it's, it's, it's blowing up fast. So uh, what I'm doing is um, we're going to try to make it very, like I said, we got professional athletes, uh, Steven Garcia. Um, he's he's our quarterback. He, he's also a Temple legend. He's one of the mm-hmm. uh, yeah, first. Yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, he, he's he's a uh, one of the best quarterback coaches in Central Florida. Um, for the Linebacker coach, so I'm doing the linebacker coach. Um, I play linebacker. I think I know what it takes. Uh, running back coach, I'm doing running back coaches as well. Um, you guys know Juice. Um, you guys may know yeah. Juice. Uh, he's self-made. <laughs> he's self-made, and he's done um, a phenomenal job with these kids and his influence. And um, actually what he's teaching is um, very, you know, is, is very professional. So we have him. He's doing our skills um, for the DBs and the receivers out there. Um, and then I'm uh, Bobby Richardson. Uh, we have Bobby Richardson on the D-line. Uh, he went to plant. He played, uh, I think, four years in the NFL. Uh, yes, four years in the NFL. And uh, I'm still on the search for kicking coach and uh, offensive line coach. Um, I'm preferring all coaches who has experienced the pros uh, where I can provide, you know, that atmosphere where, you know, you're getting trained by professional athletes. Um, everybody's going to be a professional athlete. I just want to bring the best of the best under one roof of coaching. Uh, but what we're doing is we're going to coach from six year, uh, six years old all the way up. It's not just for sports. Like I said, we're doing for you guys, man, if you guys ever want to get out, we're doing boot camps. Uh, we're doing, we're going to be doing online boot camps. We're going to be doing in-person boot camps, um, you know, for, for the general public as well. Um, we have the weight room that's getting invested right now. That's probably going to, they got to gut out places. They got to find it. The investors got to deal with the contracts and all that stuff. Uh, so that may take, uh, as you guys seen on my Instagram, that may take like 90 to 120 days just to get that all going and gut it out for. In the meantime, I'm finding a place to lease. Um, a place to lease out where I can get a couple of racks, like four or five racks in, a couple of treadmills, turf it out, uh, where we can bring some guys indoors as well for the meantime. And um, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing mentorship. We're going to be showing kids how to uh, watch film, how to study playbooks. It's going to be, go. you know, it, it's going to prepare them for the next level and what it takes to be a pro. We're going to be teaching six-year-olds, kids is like kids like Blaze, Rudolph, Lil Blaze, you know, teaching him how to watch film and um you know, teaching everybody how to watch film and how to be a pro at whatever level they're at now. Uh, mentorship. These are guys that, you know, they got our numbers, our personal numbers. Like I wish when I was a kid, I had freaking all these professional athletes saying, hey, here's my personal number. Hit me up whenever. Uh, we're providing that. We have a whole bunch of humble athletes. We're actually providing that for our athletes here. Um, and also at the same time, we're going to be providing um, uh, these kids are trying to get scholarships. They're trying to get their name out. Uh, we're blasting them out all over social media. At the same time, I'm already talking to a couple colleges. Uh, I don't want to say these colleges, but big D1 college. Well, I'll say it for you, George. George, the Gators have already reached, reached out to me. It's tough. Trust me. It's about tough. time. By time they reach out. <laughs> it's, it's it's tough time. talking to these guys, man. It is tough talking to these guys. Uh, but 
at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what's best for the kids. You know, um, I have a couple of D1 colleges, D2 colleges reaching out about these kids. So I'm in the talks of trying to, I'm in the talks of trying to get the, a bus provided uh, where we can start getting these kids. Um, like, for example, uh, they're not doing anything till August with these colleges, uh, talking to these colleges with visits where they don't have to do Zoom calls. So I'm going to be working on a way to take them down. Yeah, you too, Raul. Take them down to Miami, FAU. You know, take them all these Florida schools to be able to take them on visits and have things. I feel like I have the resources. I know the right people, the right network to uh, get the right donations to get all these things happen where it's just not, you know what I'm saying? I'm still human too. I'm not, <laughs> I can't just be paying this. I, I got my own kids too at the same time, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, provide to provide this for, for kids. And um, I want to be able to, like I said, I'm not in competition with any other gyms, but I mean, at the same time, I just want to provide this academy, do this for these kids. And at the same time, we're not breaking the bank. We're doing four times a week, uh, four times a week, four uh, field sessions, unlimited weight room access, uh, one time a week film study, unlimited access to mentorship. And uh, we're all going to be doing that. We're, we're going to have also businesses sponsoring kids who's less fortunate who can't pay but we're doing all of that with professional athletes for um 250 a month uh 250 a month 16 sessions that average out to 15 dollars a session um i feel like that's very fair uh for kids for the kids who like i said i mean sometimes you know how it is i mean I, i'll never forget and um i wanted to go to a mike allstock camp so bad and I remember it was like two something. And I was like, man, mom, like, like make it happen. Kurt, you know, Kurt, I was living with Kurt. <laughs> I was like, Kurt, make it happen. He was like, nah, like I can tell you everything all stuff. You're not going to, I'm not paying too. I was like, sit down. Nah, sit down. No, let, me, let me talk to you for about 10 minutes. I'm going to tell you what they about to go over in about 10 minutes. Right. Go and sit down, grab, grab a sheet of paper. Come on, I'll let you for a minute. That's the treatment. I, you know, so I mean, and, and, and it's, 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 I want to make this um, able for everybody. Cause there's a lot of kids who have a great opportunity, but who's just not, I'm fortunate enough to play 250 a month. So I'm reaching out to different businesses as well to um, sponsor kids, you know, sponsor kids who's less fortunate because I don't want to ever leave a kid out um, of opportunity just because their parents or their finances or their situation. So that's what we're doing at a uh, wilder sports Academy. And um, I'm excited for it, man. So I, I, if I gotta, you know, if I gotta sanitize the equipment, if I gotta sweep, the floors, you know what I'm saying? I want to get behind. <laughs> what uh, you need. But, yeah, whatever you need, man. I, I'm there. I'm, I'm a guy that drinks beer and in Hot Pockets, so maybe we could be paid in, in Hot Pockets or something. But <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you a beer in the back office, man. I appreciate it, man. That's <laughs> all I need, man. I'm good to go, man. That's, that's it. it. That's it. I'm an easy win. That's that's how they got me to coach at Jefferson. They get me uh, 15 chicken wings with fries. I've worked my way up to two sodas now because I'm a volunteer, and I'm a happy <laughs> camper, man. I'm good to go. <laughs> Right. Right. I don't need the money. I appreciate the love, man. I definitely appreciate the support from you guys, man. It's uh, definitely love and um, it's vice versa. If you guys uh, need me to do anything to help you out with whatever, uh, I'm all in. I appreciate it, man. So, talk to us a little about it. So I know you're coaching over at Plant High School, running that coach there, going back to your alma mater. So how, how excited are you to be back coaching high school and, and with your kids over there? Um, I'm, I'm very excited to be able to go back to um, where, where I've played at, um, to be able to, you know, where, you know, it's, it's no secret, you know, Plant, the reputation Plant has, uh, it, it hasn't been up to the standard of Plant football lately. So um, me being a competitor that I am, I'm definitely up for the challenge to be a part of something to, to get us back to being, uh, nationally known and um, getting these kids to the, like I said, not just football wise, but getting these kids to the next level to getting free education um, in college and mentoring these kids. Uh, I actually thought it would be a little hard to uh, retire 
retire at 28 years old, but um, since I'm transitioning to coaching and being around kids and being around mentorship, uh, that's always what I wanted to do my whole life. So the transition has been fairly easy, but I'm, I'm excited, man, um, to be able to get back. I, it's COVID right now, so I haven't been able to get back in the stadium, but once I get back in, man, I know I'll have the goosebumps and uh, mm. I'll be one of the old coaches that uh, hit these kids with the back in my day stories. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got baptized, man, at playing high school, man. And when I say baptized, it's, it, we played our spring game, and for whatever reason, it's ten times louder at Plant High School than anywhere. Any school. Right, and I played college ball up in Virginia, and I played. I, that's a loud school. I think the way they have the stadium yep. with the hang, bro, it feels like the band is on your face. Like I can, I see the kids hitting the drums. I'm like, Jesus, it's like right here. So I, yeah, I got baptized quick, and and, <laughs> and I saw the head coach uh, uh, Wiener over there jumping up, and you know he's a great coach, man. He jumping up and down and high fiving kids. I'm like, he's having an oh, yeah. excellent time, and I'm having a struggle to listen to my own, <laughs> to my own headset, to your own thoughts, to your own thoughts. <laughs> no, man, so loud. I'm getting me, um, I'm getting the goosebumps. You just talking about the band, man. I used to love it. I, I was one of the uh, players that I mean, I go up to the fence, and I, I'm I'm telling the band to get up because play a huge um. They play a huge role at plant. At oh, that. absolutely, they do. Like it's man, it, like you said, it's loud. It's not like any other high school. The structure and the roof that we have over the stadium. Um, you know, I, I don't know the signs to it, man, but I mean, obviously, it's, it's proven how loud it gets there with that band. We we had a fans. switch. We so when the spring game, you play the half. You know, you rest and you play another half. We switch yep. sides, right? So when I'm underneath it, and I'm thinking, oh man, this. If it was loud across the field, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my hearing being right here. <laughs> And bro, it, it didn't even happen that way. It's literally not loud on that sideline. It shoots. That's what, yeah. It, it shoots, shoots across. Yeah. It shoots. <laughs> like whoever did that was a genius. <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> it shoots across. You're exactly right, man. And um, I actually remember me and Coach Wiener, uh, we were actually talking about it. And I was like, yo, I kind of thought, I was like, man, okay, Coach. Um, I was like, you're, you're, you're selling the stadium. Like, I mean, I was like, there's no way it's like, doing that and he's like no like really like test it out so one day uh you know the band does their practice uh the band's practicing and they're in the stands he's like go over there and listen and i'm like yo what the, like this is crazy oh, that's misery it is misery it's hell over there it's not it easy is it is not easy to coach kids and that's where you wish that you're like well this is why they invented the, the headsets inside the players helmets which you can't do in high school but you're like god you really right. want to try because, man, it's so loud there, man. But, well, heck, even even after a series is over, you know, the offense comes to the sideline. I'm sitting on the bench with my quarterback, and I'm talking to him, and I'm yelling as loud as I can for him to hear me. And he's like, huh? What are you saying, coach? In front and of him. Yeah, and I'm right here in front of him. So, luckily, you know, our head coach has played at Plant Forest my first year, similar to Raul's, going, to, going over to Plant, and he goes, listen, you better make sure you have hand signals for this game. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Listen and bring earplugs because you're going to need them. And, he, yep. and I'm like, why? He goes, go hand signals. When you snap the ball, it has to be a signal to snap the ball. You cannot say hi. You cannot say go. The kids are not going to hear it. Mm. Are, yep. you that, are you are you for real? Yeah. Okay. So we, we go through the motions. We practice it all. We get out there and we're going, we're going through hand signals. And we kid you not, it was... It was a shock to the kids. We had like three, and again, that's what it's meant for. We had three or four false start penalties. We literally, yep. we literally had a speaker at practice behind the huddle, behind the offense, blasting oh, yeah. the music. It was still louder 
That stadium is still louder than that damn box that was behind us. Because we were trying to prepare the kids for the situation. I know exactly what you guys are talking about, though, man. I really didn't think it was real for for the people who's listening, man. Um, if you haven't been to that stadium during that, uh, these coaches here, they are not lying. It's uh, obviously uh, the loudest place. Well, actually, besides Texas, uh, remember we went out. We went out to Abilene. Mm-hmm. You know how Texas there. It's like <laughs> they got like eighty thousand people. Steroids. They're on steroids. That's something else. <laughs> Those huge man. Come on now. I thought I was the biggest high school kid, and then I see a whole defense looking like me out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> right. And I know playing high school is loud, right? And you're an FSU star, man, national champion. Um, and again, I, we've talked before the show. Don't hold it against me. Uh, I'm a hurricane guy. Uh, I love the hurricanes, but, uh, but <laughs> I, look, I see you smiling. I'm like, Oh God, thank goodness. He's smiling. Like, I don't, I don't want well, to he's be- smiling because they whooped your behind. Oh my God. It look, was, Im- look, I gotta, yeah. be, I gotta be, I gotta be honest. Can, with you. can they just hear or, or can they see too as well? Oh no, they can't yeah. see, but they can hear you. He's doing the chop or the, I'm sorry, the seminal. I can play. There it is. <laughs> I can do this all day. Yeah, man, I can do this all day, man. And I remember, I remember you. And this is this is crazy, man. I, I was gonna ask you a question, but forget the question. Now that we're in it, now, now that we're in it, I remember watching you, man. Stiff arm, every hurricane helmet at your six two six three frame, just bodying people. I remember you pounding the football in from five yards out. On top of the fact that we're getting, you know, we were getting blasted forty one to fourteen. I remember your jersey was tucked uh, underneath your chest. You're showing your back muscle and the abs, flexing. I'm like, we can't stop him. Like, <laughs> dude's a monster, man. Machine. He was a machine, man. And what I what I was going to ask you was, some of those games that you played in 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 college, man. What were some of your great memories of playing in college, man? Man, and I'm, I'm not just saying this just because you you know you're a big Miami fan, but those Miami games were always the most personal uh, for me, um, just because the rivalry. And you know how, you know they they got the string now. Like they put they they we have to Florida State plays Miami. They they have to jump from the sideline. But you remember back in the day, we used to get in each other's face before the game. Yeah. Yeah. Right at the start line, like it's about to be a brawl. And, and you know, half of the, we're from Florida. Half of the team that's in Miami is from Tampa, Orlando. Half of the team that's from Florida State, they're from Miami, like Freeman. Uh, he was my roommate before every game, and he used to tell me how much he hated Miami. Um, I remember our freshman year, he was like, man, they didn't want to offer me and um, at first. And a lot of people there, they're calling me a traitor because I left Miami and stuff. So, that being my brother, my best friend, I was like, well, if you hate Miami, you know, I hate Miami. And if the school hate Miami, it's extra hate. So it's just all type of hate coming towards Miami. So yeah, man. <laughs> that game was personal, man. It was tough to watch, man. Listen, and you know, I, I told you, like, you got to wear your hurt. During those years, I had to wear my hurricane stuff inside because Tampa, Tampa <laughs> is such a big Florida FSU uh, community. You know, I, yep. I I got my license plate. Guys are freaking doing Gator Chomps or their Seminoles, and I'm like, <laughs> man, these dudes are wild, man. And I, but I remember those games watching you play. Watch, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. As soon as as soon as I saw you trotting to the game, because I was scared. I was scared of Freeman as well, a dynamic player. But I was like, we don't need Freeman. We don't need uh, uh, Wilder getting loose on us because. It, it, it takes a toll on the body to watch a 6'3 guy truck you over, get up, point at you, because I remember, do it again. And, then, and then go line up and then do it two or three months. I'm like, yo, that's demoralizing, man. We can't stop this truck, man. Right, right. One of the actual, one of the biggest memories, um, one of my favorite memories, besides the national championship, of course, is uh, the Miami game. I don't know if you remember. It was at Doak, uh, at the Doak in Florida State in Tallahassee. 
and um, a fight broke out in the game. Uh, there were penalties called. I think we were on like the literally the maybe like the ten yard line or something like that. The fight just broke out. Everybody in each other face. Refs pulling us back. And literally the next play, um, I, I got a toss and I scored in the end zone in that corner. But more than just the touchdown, um, more than just a touchdown, man, just just watching what went on that play. Nick O'Leary and my fullback and everybody just getting pancakes that play. It was. Just, I'm sorry. I'm, I know you're not trying to hear this. But <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite memories because it was just one of those like, man, y'all y'all really cranked us up type moments. And uh, I they think that mistake. was 14 game. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. I know the play you're talking about, man. I, I rem- listen. I watched all those years, especially when you know the you know you remember the the horrible losses. You know what I mean? Like you you remember the bad losses. Like God, we're never right. gonna make this up. I've been able to talk a little crap lately. You know what I'm saying? I've been, yeah. I've been able to have say some stuff lately. Oh. But in those days, man, your roster was Jameis Winston, uh, Devontae Freeman, yourself, um, your wide receivers, Kelvin Benjamin, Kenny Shaw yeah. was there, freaking um, Christian Green. Oh, Nick O'Leary. Yeah, Nick O'Leary. Bro, it, it, was, it was a stacked team. And then when the fight broke out, I said, I, and when I watched it on TV, I was like, bro, are they really going to fight them? Like, you just, you're just tugging, you're tugging on Superman's cape. Stop. What, what, bro, what was the, I'm thinking about, so what's the mentality? We're not going to win the game. We're going to win a fight. Like, come on, man. Right. These boys like, can fight too. Our whole team, except for Jameis, was from Florida too. So it was just, I mean, that's what made the robbery lit, man. You know how Miami is. They're always, they're very Miami. They have so much pride down in Miami. That's, I mean, as much as they're rivals, uh, I do give them kudos that, they, they, they have pride. You know, they have their Miami yeah. pride. Um, and um, if they can keep their talent, you know, Florida State, I mean, a lot of our guys were from Miami or yeah. from South Florida, at least. Yeah, so. and that's the thing. Usually when that fight breaks out, everybody knows each other. Right. Everybody right. there knows each other some way, somehow. <laughs> Playing high school, Little League, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. They all played each other at some point. So it's yep. like, man, you've been waiting. <laughs> you've been waiting to find a, find a way to get this out. Yeah, Exactly. Man. And that rivalry even more bigger. Like I said, everybody knows each other, so – you know, and then you got the cousins, the cousins that knows both of them. And he said he's been going for 200 this game. And he comes back to you and tell him he's going for 200. And then he's like, you sleep. I bet he don't get 100. And then, that, you know what I'm saying? And there's a, that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Every time we play Miami, it's always some story like that uh, storyline. I don't know if it's broadcasted, but if you guys didn't know, it's always like one of those stories behind the scene that, that makes the rivalry even worse. I mean, I don't know if a rivalry can get any worse than um, – <laughs> My Florida State. The tradition is. I love that. It's a traditional game. So it's, it's it's one of the well-known, nationally known games. That's uh, one of the biggest rivalries. Uh, I've been. I haven't been quiet. I haven't been quiet these last couple of years. I've just been taking punches to the mouth and to all the memes or meme, whatever you call them, uh, <laughs> phone calls, text messages, voicemails. <laughs> uh, everybody hits me up first because they know how much uh, Florida State pride I got, man. So. Um, like I said, I, I talked to Coach Norville the other day, and um, I'm excited that he uh, – I'm excited about what they're doing. So, uh, when we play Miami, I'll actually uh, be giving you a text before the game. There you go. That's what's up, man. And you know what? We might have to – I might I might have to bet a meal on it. We might have to bet a meal on it. There you go. Right, we have to. Yeah, it's you only know, right. Right, man. Bet a meal on it, and that's it, man. And, and <laughs> when I say that, I don't even say it with confidence because I feel like I'm going to be at <laughs> – if you ever be at this restaurant, man, with Wilder right next to me, like smiling like this guy chose Miami. And I'm, man, but that's going to yeah. be great. With college football, uh, um, a little bit, you know, with college football and everything that's going on, I still hope they have that 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 rivalry game. You know what I mean? I still hope we, 
we get to play. Because yeah. I, I give all the respect to FSU for staying on the schedule. I like to shoot over here to George, who who is a known UF fan, open UF <laughs> fan here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Hey, how, how did we all three get on the podcast? How did this happen? I don't know. I don't That's know, man, I there. think this can work, man. I think this can work. <laughs> It's working though. It's working. It's working. We're all from the same city. Um, right. We all took different routes. You guys went the wrong way, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's like it's like repenting, man. We went wrong, and then you know we coming to church, man. That's all it is. That's all it is. I give George crap all the time. I'm like, well, at least at least FSU stayed on the schedule. You guys duck us every five years, and then. You know, you don't want to play yeah. us or whatever the case is. And then, of course, he beats me the year that he plays. I'm like, God damn it, Miami. And now you have five years the next <laughs> Well, you know, typically UF likes to give Miami some years to recover from the last. But <laughs> whatever. Spur and your, they come back. Spur your unlike gun to unlike fight. FSU, no, FSU I'm, just comes back for, for the same beating up the little brother. It's what ends up happening every year. No, nah, man. <laughs> okay. Spurrier, we just come back Spurrier every five years. had that fight with Miami, and he's never been the same. He canceled all. <laughs> Once Miami and the Florida Gators fought at the Nash, at the Sugar Bowl, that was it. That was a wrap. He didn't want no more of that smoke. He was done. He was ducking us for five years at a time. That got wild. That yeah. got wild. <laughs> so I, I want to take you back to before you even went to Florida State. I know for you, you're the top recruit in the country, right? Yep. Talk a little about your decision because you had you're pretty much between. Florida State, Florida, and University of Georgia. What really made you make your decision to go to Florida State? Well, I don't know if you guys remember. I actually committed to Florida for like a week. Right. Oh, I remember. I remember. Right. And then, he, then you, then you found out that Miami was on the schedule, and he had to go. He went to FSU. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I just had one of the worst weeks of my life. I came back to my senses. <laughs> but, oh uh, man! Put the sorry, knife in sorry, me. Put the knife in me. But um, no, um, I actually committed. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Urban Meyer was there. Um, they they had a great coaching staff. They had some things going on. Um, uncertain um, uncertainty there, and um, I just felt like. Um, Florida State's just been showing love. I, I don't know if you guys remember, I was ranked high at uh, offense linebacker and running back. Yeah. You know, Urban Meyer was just like, I mean, he used to always tell me, I guess he thought I was going to play linebacker, and he used to always tell me, man, you're, you know, you're you're a linebacker, man. I, like, look at your frame, look at your, you know, like, I'll, I'll bring you in, but you're a linebacker, you're a linebacker. So then once I announced that I want to play running back, like, for sure, like, okay, look, I'm going to focus, I'm going to play both in high school, but... I'm a running back. Like, I'm focusing on running back. I'm doing my extra time training at running back. This is where I'm going to play at the next level. And then, um, I mean, he was saying the same thing that he was saying for linebacker, but just changed the position. No, you're a running back. Like, I knew the whole time. Like, you're, you're... <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, Florida. Yeah, no, I feel you there. I don't blame you there at all. Yeah, yeah. Florida State from the beginning, uh, Jimbo and uh, Coach Lawrence Dossie, who was the recruiter, um, he would always just tell me, hey, man, we, we see – you know, your dad, you know, we see your dad and you, you know, you're, you're, you're that big frame, but you know, long torso, but whatever, like you're a baller. And, um, we, we would love to have you. You're, you're powerful. And, um, I committed early and, um, started to recruit people <laughs> started for myself. I was like, listen, man, um, you know, Carlos Williams was the number one defensive player in the nation. He signed. I was the number one offensive player in the nation. And we started, I mean, if you guys can get Timmy Jernigan, Calvin Benjamin, if you can get all those guys on, they'll all tell you, man. Like, um, like, like I went hard, like, getting these guys in. Like, let's, <laughs> let's keep it in the state. Like, why are we going to go out of state? Uh, Nick Saban, uh, Alabama was actually in the mix. But uh, Nick Saban just kept it kept it G and was, like, running backs. He was like, if, if you come here, one thing I can promise you, that you'll, you'll win the Heisman. 
but uh, we're going to red shirt you. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I wasn't trying to hear that either. So, <laughs> uh, um, which, I mean, Al- I mean, Alabama running backs, they always turn out great. He, pro- he probably yeah. wasn't high. I mean, I, I just, at the time, I wasn't trying to hear red shirt at all. So, um, <laughs> and then Georgia. My high school quarterback, Aaron Murray, my high school tight end, Orson Charles, they went to Georgia, and Plant was very Georgia-driven, and uh, <laughs> I was very close to going there as well. But uh, like I said, I wanted to keep it in-state. I wanted to keep it home and put on for our, our um, home home state. That's what's up, man. I, and again, so just to ask you a brief question, Miami never, never offered, never – Coach, hey, Coach, Coach George, you said you played with Kurt. You need to talk up with Kurt. With that. Kurt wasn't letting me go to Miami. He was like, nah. Nope. Nope. I'm nope. Sorry. Like, if, the mail, if the mail came in, that was going straight to the trash. That was never making it in. That was I didn't never my- making it in. <laughs> that was that was over with from the beginning, and uh, I think it was it's a good problem to have for the reason he always explained to me. Though he just said, uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Robert Marv. You know Robert Marv went there. Yes, yeah, yes. Charles almost went there as well, and um, you know the the fear was just like Miami is just so. Miami driven and Miami pride that, you know, a running back comes in from Miami. That was just the thing back in the day. That was the mindset. It was they're gonna they're, they're gonna play their guys, like they're gonna put on mm-hmm. for their city. And this it's it's kinda a good problem to have mm-hmm. because for the Miami guys, it's a lot of talent coming out of Miami. But and then when you get top recruits, they know that too. And then they're just like, I mean, I don't even know how true that is. But I mean, that was just the reputation back in the day. It was like, man, Miami, they're gonna look out for their Miami guys, you know. Right. Like, all those guys are going to make sure the Miami guys are playing, you know, the home, the homegrown. It worked out for uh, uh, Chicolo though, but, um, you know, besides that, though, that, yeah, Miami, I, I had no chance at Miami. I mean, I always like growing up, everybody growing up was a Miami fan because, you know, the orange visor and, you know, on NCAA. It was just a drip. The drip was nice. Oh, wait, wait, you about, you about to say the same thing. <laughs> On NCAA, I created my guy. I always put him on Miami because you want him to look fresh. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and then you know came to reality. So it's good, but it, it was came it worked out great, man. It worked out great, and and you're a seminal legend, man. I was also going to ask you, and we'll we'll switch to another gear. But I, I wanted to ask you, man, that national championship, man. That's that's powerful, man. It's something that can never be taken away. It's something that's um, we since the COVID thing. You all you all you see is the replays of great national championships, right? What, what yep. we, we, you know, me and George, we sat back and watched, uh, we, shoot, we watched the 2005 freaking Reggie Bush versus uh, Vince Young um, national championship. Yes. It yep. was great. So yours came on just two weeks ago, man, and we were watching it, and I was like, man, he's a monster. I remember you standing up at the end of the game, freaking, you know, <laughs> with the band and stuff. I was like, man, this dude, it, it was. I didn't go home, man. I didn't want, that was one of the best moments of, um, see, I, I don't know. It turned out great, man. The career-wise, I was actually saying this. Um, it turned out great. I was able to win at every level. Like, I, I was able to win a championship at every level, so I was able to experience that. I don't want to say I, but I was a part of a team that won at every level. But that that college one was uh, – that one was special because, you know, um, obviously the high school ones is special. You know, the professional ones, they're all special. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, professional is more business. College, these are most, most of the guys that you're, you're sleeping in the dorm with, you're struggling right. with. Talked about – like me and Freeman, like we used to sit and look at the roof in the dark and just talk about, man, when we were freshmen, we were like, man, wait till our time comes. Like we're going to win a national championship. Like we spoke about it. And um, when it finally got to happen and way out in California, 
we're a whole bunch of kids. We never been out to California. Like we never, we never been out of state for real. Like unless we travel, you know what I'm saying? Unless we travel into away games. So it was just a great experience. All in the tradition they have in that stadium alone, uh, just to be able to go there and it's a dream come true. Y'all know how big the game NCAA was. So uh, when you create your got like it's just. It was a dream come true, man. That, that, that was one of my favorites of all time. Um, like I said, I was the last person off the field. I was, I, I turned to the the magician. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm getting the band going. I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. I'm just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just in the zone, man. I'm, I'm doing, I'm making snow you, angels. You live in the moment, man. You live in the moment. Exactly what that is. I still have a whole jar of confetti uh, of that confetti. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's just something that. I plan to show my like great grandkids and kids and everybody. You know, like I said, I I know for a fact I'm going to be that guy that you know back in my day. Hey, come to my trophy case and let me show you. <laughs> let me show you here. Yeah. You, think, you think you're special? I, come I had, on over I here. Had, I had so I've, I've never played a national championship, but I the biggest championship I have was high school. We played state championship. We actually played in the Florida Gator Stadium, which was mm-hmm. which was nice. But my mom, so we didn't get confetti. So what I did was I cut out the the. Fee- I cut out the oh, field, yeah. and I, I kept it. it. Yeah, and I kept it. I was like, I'm gonna put this in a Ziploc bag. And we, yo, two weeks later, my mom threw it out. Looking like, why do you have a bag of dirt in your room? And she threw it out, bro. I'm like, that was in my memory box. She goes, yeah, I, I know. Why do you have a box under your bed? Are you kidding me right now? Where's that grass at? She's like, I threw it away. And then three weeks after that, she puts another piece of grass in it, thinking I wasn't gonna remember. I'm like, that's not the same. <laughs> grass that doesn't hold the same power yeah. i can't get got like it's only so much you just gotta like wait till your mom closes the door and just, oh, like, yeah, those, yeah. Ah, well you do you do one of those you do one of those you cuss but you don't say anything like yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh in your head oh man you're saying 50 of them in your head right man. And, and my friends were over the house so you want to cuss you want to be like i know she didn't talk to you know you want to say something I didn't want to get smacked, bro. Championship grass. You would have had that to this day. Oh, absolutely. At least you, um, it's a, like, at least, ah, yeah, no, I don't know what to say, man. That's, that's tough. dope that you kept the confetti, though, man. That I mean, that's something that's going to be memorable for the kids. And, uh, I mean, that's that's awesome, man. That's great. With college football paying for likeness, let me ask you this. How do you see that structure happening? How do you, do you think it's a good thing, bad thing? Me and George, we talk about it all the time, man. I think it's a good thing, man. I wish, oh, man. Sheesh. <laughs> I was a top athlete, man. I wish it was going on during my time. I would have been straight. Right. But, but um, no, I think it's good, man. And uh, we used to always, so like these t-shirts that I'm wearing right now, I was, I remember um, I had Get Wilder. I came with Get Wilder. Uh, coming out of high school with my clothing line, and that's when I started it. And I remember I used to get my, <laughs> I used to get my cousin to sell my T-shirts. Like I remember we used to go print these same, same, the same everything. Uh, it was a little less, you know. But hey, get a hundred T-shirts every home game, cuz I'll break you off a hundred dollars. I need you to sell my T-shirts. And I remember they shut me down. They was like, yo, you can't make money. You can't do that. I was like, yo, like, why not? Like, it's my team. Like, I'm using my money to, why not? To make the shirt, why not? Yeah. And I I was so confused. And I remember I had to actually sit down and I had meetings about it. And um, they explained to me, like, you can't make money off your name. And I was like, okay, but you guys, I see a whole bunch of 32 jerseys. (laughs) Everywhere. You guys can make money. Like, that's crazy to me. So um, I think it's good, man. I I think it's good. 
um, that these kids could actually make money off their likeness. Now, <laughs> now it's going to be, I mean, it's going to, the team with the most money, I mean, the team with the best boosters now, I guess, are just going to get all the recruits. And, yeah. um, you know, now teams like Miami and teams like USC out in Cali, people want to live the superstar life. I mean, these kids, you know, how, these kids are what? What are you, what are you 16, six, 17 years old? 17, coming out 18, of high, yeah. Yeah, man. 18 coming out of high school, they all want to be, you know, that Dion, you know, that Dion swag nowadays. That's what it's looking like. And, uh, you know, whatever team that can give them that life, that's pretty much – I feel like that's just where they're going to go. And all the players are going to go there now, like the team with the most money. I mean, is that how it works? I haven't been – like I said, I've been out the country, man. I've been lost. But is oh, it just yeah. – Yeah, so a little bit of what's going on right now with that is basically however popular you are in the U.S. So let's say 32 is on the shelf and it produces $100,000 in, in sales, small numbers, right? You get – the player gets a percent of it, right? And that happens throughout his entire career while he's in college. Now, one of the things that we actually had Rod Mack and Drew Phillips on earlier, they were talking about just putting the funds away. So let the player earn the money for his likeness. But you imagine giving a 19-year-old a couple of thousand dollars. That's what I'm saying. What about what I seen? <laughs> imagine somebody like uh, who could we name? What's the, the the Clemson quarterback? Like yeah, Trevor Lawrence. You made Trevor Lawrence getting paid. That's gonna be some M's. Or you know what I'm saying? Like that his jerseys in Clemson. So what about like uh, autograph signings? Because I thought I same thing. Some- same thing. <laughs> he makes money off of all of it. All of it. So, so the, the conversation we were having was, hey, defer that money, put it away, let invest it, grow it over the period of time, give it where the player has to, hey, get get graduate from college, you, you know, all that good stuff, and then give them give them something to live off of those. You know, you want to give them the money as well, but stipend it versus, hey, here's a hundred G's, go, go, go buy a boat. <laughs> imagine nineteen year old. Imagine after that LSU national championship game, <laughs> Joe Burrow would have been Joe on a Burrow's boat. Joe Burrow's on a boat somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. What a cigar. What a <laughs> Lamborghinis in the Yeah. Park. Meanwhile, you know, you give somebody here and there to take care of them for, for what they're doing. And that way at least a twenty one year old is a lot smarter than that eighteen year old or that nineteen year old that's that's in that's in college right now that's just coming into money. And then, you know, the, the one thing that, you know, happens a lot too with these guys is is family. All of a sudden you got extra money in your pockets and we're like, Hey, let me borrow this. Let me borrow that. And for an eighteen, nineteen year old, that's that's hard to say no to. Man. You know, so now you got the family battles and you get all that stuff. So deferred till he's 21, 22 years, years old. Hard, man. It's That's one of the toughest things that uh, that's going to put. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I want this to happen for the kids, man, because they they, they deserve they need it. it. They, they need, need it. it. They deserve it. And college is a freaking, if you don't come from money, college is a struggle, yo. And it's like, um, you know, it, it sucks when you see, um, you know, a coach or, you know, some, you know what I'm saying? Your coaches and all the people that works in the staff, they're well off. They're in like 2020 Tahoes and you in like a $500 Toyota that you got with your Pell Grant Toyota or like a Nissan is right. a, a struggle. And then when you're, you're trying to make ends meet and if, if, if your parents can't pay your phone bill, you're only getting like a thousand dollars a month. And then your rent is 700 of that. It's hard to survive, man. So I, I'm, I'm definitely happy. It, it's also going to add. I mean, they're going to be like pro athletes at the at age right. seven, 18 years old now with the family. Because, right. like I said, I'm I'm 28 now, and um, you know, what I'm saying my family doesn't really come from a lot either. I mean, besides my father, and um, you know, 
he's great at saying no. He's like, no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't even try to ask him. They all just come to me. And, uh, man, it's, it's tough telling your loved ones, man, especially when you grew up at some point when you lived with them. And it's, it's going to add pressure to these kids. But, I mean, to answer your question, not to get off topic, I think I think it's good, man. I think it's good for these kids. Um, I think it will be great for the kids who's getting at least six figures, which – they they have to take a mandatory financial uh, literacy class or something, yeah. like, you know, because money could also drive people into depression. And, you know, you don't want to have that at that age. You know, you don't want to do that to these young, these young kids. But I mean, you want to give them their money, but at the same time, just make sure they're managing. You want to protect them. Yeah, you want to protect them. Right, right, right. Exactly. exactly. I'm worried. I'm more worried. And I told this to Georgia Zoo. I'm more worried that the colleges put some kind of, of clause or something like, yo, you have to do all four years. You can't go in the draft earlier. And if you do this, you get half of whatever you make. You know, that's what I'm worried about. Because when it comes to money, you know what I'm saying? You know, things start to change. You got to play all about the rules. So that's what I'm really worried about. Now, if you tell, you know, if you're telling me the kid gets his likeness, he gets paid for the money and that's great. And that he can leave if he's, you know, if he's deemed, you know, number one draft going into that season and he wants to jump ship and go to the NFL. I don't think you hold anything against him. I don't want to see colleges say, well, no, you got to play four years to get your, all your money. Otherwise, oh, no. it should be like a, like a season pretty much like um, per season. I feel like right. uh, each season you finish is what you're vested in for. All right. Yep. Whatever you got, then you, you move on. If you want to leave at that point, you want to move on and. Most guys who's leaving anyway, they're, I mean, if they're leaving they're early, any, they're getting paid anyway. Yeah, they're going to get paid anyhow, yeah. <laughs> now, James, I, I, we're a whole bunch of humble professional athletes that love to give back, and we're going to have fun and, uh, of course, get wilder. There you go. That's what's up, man. Hey, hey, and trust me when I tell you, like I told you, I know you said professional athletes are going to train. If you need me to just hold the kicking football, um, <laughs> be a placeholder. Water know, bottles. I, yeah, I got water bottles. Just keep the kickers together and, and we'll just, you know, because kickers, they're, they're off on their own doing their own stuff. <laughs> right. But, uh, man, man, I had a long snapper reach. I feel, I don't, have, I had a long snapper reach out to me and like, man, I want to get out. Like, uh, if you need somebody snapping to your quarterbacks, like, is like, that's how it is, man. Everybody wants to be a part, but no, I would love it, man. I, I, I would love it. Um, in any help, like, yeah. you know, any help helps, you know what I'm saying? Any help, like, I'm not, it's, it's no pride in it for me. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing it for the money, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna bring in money, but I'm not doing it for the money, and um, I just want to be able to provide a platform, you know, like, I, I, I retired, like, I retired to do this. Um, I'm in my prime, like, I'm in my prime, my highest paid CFL running back, and you know, it's just, it's, it's, football's never been about the money. If the football was about the money, I would have went to the NFL as a linebacker. <laughs> but it's, it's never been about the money for me, man. So I just want to be able to give these kids a platform. And, and they're, they're loving it, man. I'm getting great feedback. Um, they're, like, I understand you guys said you guys coach and you guys coach kids for old TBY Phil and Pop Warner. And um, I'm already, like, a mentor to a lot of these kids. And these, they're four-star athletes three-star athletes and five-star athletes, Mario, um, he's a receiver, and they're they're talking to me. Uh, hey, you know, you were a five-star athlete. You can relate. Like, how uh, did you, you know have- what they're going through? You know exactly what they're going through right now. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I could be that. Um, I don't know if you guys see my uh, Twitter. I call my, my new nickname now uh, the Mis- Mr. Pipeline. I, I want to be the pipeline for Temple <laughs> now. <laughs> and that's what's up, man. And, and we need more of that. We need more of the community breaking behind it. And building it, man. So that that's awesome. So we got something for you here. <laughs> You're going to laugh about this. We call this sure. this and that. It's just a series of questions that we ask any interviewer, and they're just random questions that make you kind of think this or that, all right? About life. About life. 
So on this and that, these are just questions, and they're going to get to know James Wilder <laughs> a little bit closer with this one, man. And it's nothing too crazy. I'm going to hit you with a first one. You're an athlete. Um, what do you prefer, Adidas, Nike, or Under Armour cleats? Uh, Nike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Booby Miles style, right? Is that what it yeah, is? <laughs> I would do it when, on my feet. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. I got the flops. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, man. All right, so this next one I got for you. I'm going to take you to the breakfast. I'm going to take you into the morning. You get up. You go eat some breakfast. Is cereal a soup? Oh, cereal. Cereal a soup? Do people eat yeah. soup? Is it is it a soup? Is it considered a soup? Is it the same soup category? Oh, is cereal considered a soup? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I never thought about that. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, you're eating and then, I mean, when you eat soup, you eat the soup and then you drink the the, the, right? the broth, right? You drink the broth of it, right? Um, yeah, because I'm not gonna lie, like you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm I'm in shape and I eat healthy, but I mean I'm gonna like if I'm not eating eggs, you know, what I'm saying my my a big breakfast. I mean it's, it's the cereal and um I mean the milk. I mean we would get my mom would get pissed. I remember uh, I'm getting off topic. I'm sorry. My mom okay. would get pissed if I get caught like flushing the milk down the toilet. Oh no, that'd be the end of it. Um, and then she goes to the bathroom and come here, James, come here, come here. And bring me to the bathroom and like one of the Fruit Loops came back up. Oh man, <laughs> oh, I'll get in trouble, man. You know what I'm saying? So we had to drink the milk, but now I, I love it, man. Like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, it is a soup. I guess it is a soup. I would say that. That's funny, man. Are you an iPhone or Android guy? <laughs> iPhone for easy, yeah, iPhone. easy, like, easy. Every listen, there's some psychopaths out here, okay? Because there's there's been there's every D1 athlete we've interviewed, all iPhones, all major athletes, iPhones. And I'm like, yeah, what did your parents have? And they're like, oh, they have an Android. I'm like, yep. are they trying to relive the golden years? Or <laughs> You can't FaceTime. You got to download, like, WhatsApp to FaceTime. You can't send a video. It's going to look like 19, you know, like a Nokia phone. Like well, You got to open up 17 tasks to get to one app. And I'm like, yo, I don't know what's going on with these things. Wait, man, they're not seeing Apple. That's That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. This next one I got for you, and I know you were you were a running back and 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 grew up as a linebacker as well. But if you had a choice, you can be a Hall of Fame kicker or an All Star tight end. Which one are you going with? A Hall of Fame kicker or All Star tight end? Man, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'll have to go with All Star tight end because oh yeah, really? Yeah. Because Hall of Fame kicker, like, yeah, you want to be in the Hall of Fame, but, like, you get, like, six plays a game. Like, that's, like, <laughs> that's not fun. I mean, you're in the Hall of Fame, but it's, I mean, like I said, I've never been in it for, like, the fame. So, I might just, you know what I'm saying? I like the football. Has all, so, I mean, if you're kicking, and I'm not dissing kickers. Like, shout out to the kickers because they went, they change games. But They do. I, I like to, you know what I'm saying? I, li I like, I need more than six or seven plays. So, so the biggest, the biggest response to this one has been because of, of the longevity. Like, yeah, I'll be a yeah. kicker. I'll kick for 35, 40 years. I'll kick till my leg comes off when I'm 60. Well, you remember wow. when Vinatieri, Vinatieri had freaking complete white hair for the Colts, and I couldn't tell if he was had his helmet on or off sometimes. Man. He's still kicking. Oh, dude's old, man, but booing it, though. Yep. Yeah. It though, like it's one of those. I mean, it's not. It's not like a quarterback where you know your arms gonna get. You know, what I'm saying tired or running back where you get banged up. I mean, you're literally you keep stretching and you keep you can do it forever until you're ready to quit. I mean, or until you start missing field goals and get cut and then get cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last question for you, you're you're of course great running back, man. We got to end this. Maybe not a debate. I don't want to go too far into it, but I got to give you this question, okay? Who oh. was the better running back, Barry? Oh boy. <laughs> Barry oh, Sanders boy. or Emmett Smith. This is a constant battle me and George have 
all the time. We have this conversation in the locker room every time, and I'm not going to do it how we do in the locker room because after practice, I'll be in the locker room for an extra hour. Um, but I got to listen, man, I'm sorry. Better me, my opinion, I got to say Barry because Emmett Smith's whole old line was pro bowl. I'm not taking anything away from Emmett Smith, but look what Barry, what, what Barry was doing, the same thing Emmett was doing. With, with no line. With no, like, really go back, like, really go back and, st- like, take 15 minutes to go back and look at Barry Sanders' O-line and team, period, offense, period, versus Emmett Smith's. Everybody on Emmett Smith's O-line went to the freaking Pro Bowl every year. People forget um, that he was his quarterback was Scotty Mitchell. Like, people forget about Scotty. <laughs> Left-handed Scotty Mitchell, man, was his freaking starting quarterback for years. And they, you, the old line for 30 for 30 used to say how much they hated Scotty Mitchell. So they wouldn't even block for him. And you got to, yeah, and Scotty's changing plays to hand the ball off to Barry. And God bless. I, I agree with you, man. Barry Sanders is the man for me. I got a funny yeah. story. My dad, um, <laughs> so my dad was going out to Detroit um, after the Bucks. His career was late in his career, 1990, um, Detroit. And he was like, man, I wasn't going to be, smacking people so he's older now obviously he was that six three you know what i'm saying my pops was six three two twenty five and they were working him at full fullback <laughs> so he's gonna run in and give everything he got and smack somebody in the a gap oh man barry sanders way over there not even following him <laughs> he said that's when, that's when he knew it was time to retire <laughs> yeah no you're absolutely right and, and the difference between barry sanders and emma smith emma smith made his first cut four yards down the line of scrimmage already because the hole was so open. Barry was making these cuts four yards in the backfield because everybody got through on the initial snap. He had to make those dudes miss from the very get-go. Three cuts just to get the line of scrimmage, and Emmett Smith is not touched till at least six yards downfield. Like I said, I went to church with Emmett Smith um, in Texas at the Powder House, and um, he still looks great. But not, And I'm not taking anything away from Emmett, because Emmett is a beast. But if, if, in my opinion, if I had to say the two, Barry, no, we haven't seen – we. I feel like we've seen some people that could be Emmett Smiths maybe since then. Um, mm-hmm. We have we haven't seen a Barry Sanders yet. I mean, we've seen some people who has flashes of Barry Sanders, but not just a whole Barry Sanders. No, I totally agree with you, man. I totally agree with you, man. I appreciate you joining us on this and that, man. So, man, I, I know we took up a, a lot of your time, man. I know you're a busy man. I know you're a family man. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to hold you up too much, man. But I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking with us. And anytime you want to talk about whatever you want, this is your platform, your podcast as well, your radio show. Um, we'll fire up and we'll throw it up on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes. We'll put it out there, man. So whenever you want to join again, man, it's, it's up to you. We might have to do a, a FSU reunion. You know what I mean? Man, we could do that. I was going to say we could do that, man. We could do... Um, like I said, I, I got all these kids now. We could bring all the kids that Absolutely. I'm training and just just shoot the, you know what I'm saying? Just just chill, a little kickback, you know what I'm saying? A little kickback talk with, with these young athletes. I'm sure they'll love it. Everybody's freaking quarantining. Like, there's nothing else to do. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, I'll be up for it. If you guys want to bring me back, I loved it. I have fun. Absolutely. Um, like you said, I mean, I don't need, I mean, the kids are quiet in the other room. I am scared to open my door and see <laughs> <laughs> What's going on on the other side? Right. I'm scared to see what's going on over there. But, yeah, no, man, um, I definitely appreciate you guys. I'll definitely shoot you over my email. Um, I I would love to come back on the show, man. I I really had fun. I didn't even notice we were on for an hour. That's how much fun um, I've been having. I mean, what we just did anyway is is what I do with my homies. 
uh, on FaceTime anyway. So it's good to be able to sit back and talk sports and, and hang out. And nice to meet you guys and um, and have you guys have my back and push me, man. I appreciate the platform. Anytime, man. Anytime, boss. You be safe and take care of your family, all right, man? Most definitely. You too. Can I say one more thing? Sure. Absolutely. Go nose. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you right here. I got you, man. You be safe, all right, boss? Yeah, you too, man. All right, man. All right, talk soon. On the clock, fans, man, that was James Wilder Jr. You don't get much better than that. Uh, A Tampa legend. You got to check him out. You got an athlete. He's the one you want to go to. Uh, Please, please check him out, man. What a great show. Yeah, and don't forget, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram by searching On The Clock Radio. Send us an email to OnTheClock20 at gmail.com. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. And we have uh, limited spots left on our fantasy football league. If you're interested in doing that, go ahead as, uh, and hit us up and let us know that you are interested in going in there. We have about three, four spots left in here, so go ahead and claim your spot. Until next time, you're on the clock. Wow.